0: United States of Lead is an informative podcast that may contain sensitive material and the occasional F-bomb. Listener discretion is advised. the United States of Lead, a podcast about crime, mental decline, and the lead thread that links them. We recently discussed on the show a recent publication of the Environmental Performance Index, which was published by the New York Times, regarding how countries are performing at reducing emissions. As we noted, the United States has plummeted in recent years, and the report highlighted the United States' increase of lead exposure. As I was doing research for this episode, I stumbled upon a timeline of all the bullshit stuff that Trump and his administration did while in office to turn back time. And I don't think this is what Cher meant when she made that thought. I highly suggest you read this entire timeline because the timeline goes far before Trump's time in office. I mean, shout out to mcsweeney.net, which will be in our sources. It's actually, I think, the only source we have for this week because we got to this timeline and it is shocking yeah. to see it in a timeline format because I feel a lot of us kind of, as a coping mechanism, erased a lot of this from our memories or their suppressed memories, I should say, not erased, but suppressed to
1: cope. <laughs> like reading this was almost cathartic. It was, uh, it was really validating because yeah. I remember, I mean, I remember these things. I remember these things occurring and then yeah. thinking this would get me fired. Like mm-hmm. this, yeah. like not, not even just this should bring down a politician's career. It was like, mm-hmm. you would fire a coach of a little league you would fire you would remove that person from the bake sale Mm -hmm. the church bake sale if they did something like this and they just kept doing it and i thought i was crazy
0: it's that gaslighting effect of like you kind of just go like well it wasn't to this extent it wasn't so detailed i guess yeah it's the illusion that these people are just stupid and that's what they want you to think and that's what i've always said they have their prop trump And the people behind, and I mean, that's how it always is, but like, you know, like that's, they're able to just, he's a puppet, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: a narcissist puppet. So he thinks it's all him Mm -hmm. and that's, that's who they needed. Just make him feel good about himself and sign this. Because this timeline of events shows how and why we have increased our lead exposure and exposure to other toxic substances, we're going to switch gears this week and focus just on this timeline. This was not the direction of the episode that I was going to take because we were going to focus specifically on lead-blooded Americans, but sometimes you just got to go with the flow. And the absurdities that existed during the four years that Trump was in office are astounding. And quite honestly, there could be an entire podcast dedicated to just going through this timeline that McSweeney's.net created because it's lengthy. And for now, though, we're just going to brush on 2017. That's what I noticed that a lot of the articles that we have referenced were published. So I went to there and it's it's very telling why these things happened. And with all the publications that referenced the shit show that went down in 2019 with uncovering the lead in baby food and canned food, I just have a feeling that scrolling through 2019 timeline might be a future episode as well. I didn't have time to go through 2019, but something tells me we should go to there too because that's when all those studies came out and seemed to go nowhere. I, I wonder mean.
1: if uh, if there's a flip from rollback to roll out. One thing I noticed in the I feel like this was some of the things that popped up was they were cutting back or silencing or there's a lot of restrictions and then mm-hmm. and I wonder if there's maybe a flip sometime in that, during that administration. Where they start actually rolling out an agenda or I don't know.
0: Well, <laughs> you're going to find out. <laughs> so, <laughs> And some of these excerpts, you might be like, well, this isn't related to lead. However, they are connected when you keep in the front of your mind that this is all regarding profits over people. So from this timeline published by Sweet that's entitled The Complete List of Atrocities from the Trump administration, quote, January 24th, 2017, Donald Trump barred all employees of the Environmental Protection Agency from posting on social media or speaking with reporters about their work, end quote. So why would you silence people when I thought your whole agenda was free speech? Quote, February 1st, 2017, In a rollback on an Obama era protection, Donald Trump's White House withdrew the mercury affluent rule, which regulated the safe use and disposal of mercury in American dental offices. The Natural Resource Defense Council estimated the repeal would discharge five tons of the neurotoxic substance into water supplies each year. Even trace amounts of mercury can harm brain function and damage the human nervous system, particularly in pregnant women and infants, end quote. Does that sound familiar?
1: So like, what's the, what's the point? There's so it's, many. De- just costs dents- too much money. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: And also those effects are the same as lead can harm brain function. Right. And damage the human nervous system. Even trace amounts like lead, even trace amounts.
1: It seems like there's a pre- they're establishing new precedents. Like, mm-hmm. If it's okay to do this with a dental office, then it's got to be okay to do for small businesses that have less than 10 employees and make less than $3 million. Well, if a million-dollar company can do this, then why can't an $8 million company do this? Why can't with 50 employees? They just keep establishing these precedents where it becomes more and more acceptable.
0: Do you remember this happening?
1: I don't remember this one. I remember I don't the either, barring and that
0: seems pretty major.
1: I remember the barring of social media yes. of, of the EPA. I do too. Um, and this is so specific too. Like this is not a sexy article.
0: With something like, that everybody knows. Like with lead, I bet people are like on the fence of the effects because of misinformation.
1: Mm-hmm. But regarding
0: Mercury, I think pretty much everybody's on board with how toxic mercury is
1: uh, yeah you know
0: what I mean and mercury has
1: its own paint chip level you can't putz around with those thermometers anymore like I don't yeah. I don't think that's
0: and that's just going into our water and like I said too like we just don't know what's in our water and that's scary that tiktoker you shared with me right you know I mean we're getting to this later and we've been bringing up it's always on the consumer mm-hmm. it is what it is so if you want clean water you better figure it out
1: <laughs> yeah buy your super Britta
0: All right, moving on, quote, February 16th, 2017, staff at the United States Department of Agriculture were given a list of, quote, blacklisted terms, which the agency would no longer use in their scientific research. The memo instructed scientists to replace, quote, climate change with, quote, weather extremes and, quote, reduce greenhouse greenhouse gases with, quote, build soil organic matter, increase nutrient use efficiency, because that's easier to say. Now explaining the decision in an email, the deputy chief of programs wrote, quote, it has become clear. One of the previous administration's priorities is not consistent with that of the incoming administration. Namely, that priority is climate change. Please visit with your staff and make them aware of this shift in perspective within the executive branch, end quote. Definitely a shift in perspective, (laughs) denial.
1: But I wonder if this behavior, this conduct, Pave the way for the takeover of the CDC or the, oh, the takeover. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm I wonder if like this kind of. Oh yeah, this is okay. Oh yeah, this is all right. And then, yeah, be, I mean then, because
0: the science yeah. wasn't in their favor, and instead of admitting that they're wrong,
1: and then you have whole administration. Or you whole, just
0: have to find people who are going to say you're right. Yeah, and again, deny. Step one of Darvo abuse tactics: deny it exists. Got right there. New perspective. Denying. All right. Quote, February sixteenth, 2017, using the Congressional Review Act, Donald Trump repealed the so-called, quote, stream protection rule, which kept coal companies from dumping mining debris into rivers. Barack Obama first implemented the regulation after a growing body of evidence suggested the debris could contain toxic materials such as Selenium, mercury, and arsenic. Trump's repeal has been on the wish list of the coal industry since the rules publication in December of 2016, end quote. So you're told, hey, maybe this isn't the best idea and it's ruining the environment. And instead of shifting your perspective and saying, wow, what else can we do besides the stuff that's destroying the earth? No, we just gotta find a way to push Our agenda further, even though all the science says it's not good.
1: Yeah, I wonder if the agenda is closer to like just don't tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. Because I understand like there's a a monetary benefit to this to some people and companies. Those companies all have money. Like so, if all those all the people who run these things, they literally could just walk away from all this, and they and their families
0: for generations.
1: uh, Generations, they'll be fine. They've won. You're the best boy. You've won capitalism.
0: And we'll Um, get to the gaslighting of how this supposedly affects or uh, supposedly benefits the employer or I'm sorry, the employees who, again, not only as far as like their job, but all of the health issues that come from their profession that they spin to make it seem like this is their livelihood, and but how about have they, having them do something that doesn't ruin their health? So we deny. We're already we we have denial. We're getting ready to attack because they're pissed.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So we're getting ready to reverse. Who's the vi- we're not ready? I'm sorry. We're already in that stage of reversing who's the victim.
1: Right. They, they they're just so the CEOs are victims. Yeah. They're so overburdened by all this regulation. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That their their workers can't even do their jobs. Well,
1: we can't even pay our workers. It's just we crazy. can't pay
0: our workers. All right. So quote, February 20th, 2017. Donald Trump signed an executive order that instructed the Bureau of Land Management to lift a moratorium on new coal mining leases for federal land. A full 40% of the coal mined in America comes from federal property. In one such state-owned region, the Power River Basin of Wyoming and Montana, private companies produce coal that accounts for 10% of the U.S. greenhouse gas emissions. The Obama administration introduced the original moratorium on new mining leases to curb the environmental consequences of coal. Without renewal, the current lease would have allowed mining to continue as is for another 20 years. Now, with Trump's decision to permit renewed leases, that time frame may extend further into the future, end quote. Now, this is something, too, because there's he just undid everything, that so much of this is like little, what seems like little pieces of it that are actually a big deal. That time frame, which was supposed to be capped now, is just open. Like, did they? Did anybody come back and reverse that? hmm we plummeted in that environmental performance index. That's gonna to continue to plummet if this stuff is going on in the, in the background because everybody's distracted by everything else. So quote, March 9th, 2017, Environmental Protection Agency Administrator, sorry, I hate this guy so much, it's hard to say this. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator, Scott Pruitt, said he did not believe carbon dioxide was a primary contributor to global warming. Pruitt's statement contradicted a library of scientific evidence, including a 2009 study by his own agency, which concluded carbon emissions were a leading cause of global warming, end quote. And we're gonna be getting back to the carbon dioxide deniers, because I didn't know that was a thing until reading this timeline,
1: did you? I had no idea.
0: Also, where did Scott Pruitt come from? Do you know? I can Google it, but this guy is, I have no words. For the atrocities that this man.
1: This is the guy who like tried to get his own like security detail. And didn't he do all the, like he spent.
0: There were so many of them. I don't know. I know I read about it, but I didn't know if it was him. But do you mind Googling where did Scott Pruitt come from while I read this next (laughs) quote, March 16th, 2017, Donald Trump's budget proposal presented a 20% budget cut to the National Institutes of Health, the agency responsible for funding around one quarter of medical research in the United States. The Dean of Baylor's Biomedical Research School said the proposed budget, quote, would bring American biomedical science to a halt, end quote. And again, this is pre-pandemic, hard to remember a life before the pandemic, but there was one. We've noted that the scientific research The tobacco companies have an internal documents to confuse the public. They know that the scientific research is their enemy. And so to suppress it, well, there's no scientific research to show this. Well, if there's no funding to do the scientific research, you're right. There is no scientific research. They're not lying.
1: They're just not telling
0: you why there's no scientific research. Okay, quote, March 17, 2017, former U.S. attorney Parit Bharara, had been investigating potentially illegal investments from Tom Price, Donald Trump's head of the Department of Health and Human Services. When Trump abruptly fired Preet on March 10, 2017, the investigation reviewed Price's investments in the healthcare industry over the past four years. How are they allowed to make money off of these things and be in office? When Price had purchased more than $300,000 in healthcare stock while holding a government position, which could influence their performance, end quote. I'm going to invest in this because I know there's going to be more money going into it because more people are going to be sick.
1: Yeah. I think just like with lead, when something like this gets noticed, when it means that you need to indict the entire system, when you have to have to call out. The stuff that you're doing as well when you call out like your potential money-making schemes or the idea like well if i call this out then i know there's other stuff that i'm not going to get through that i need it just gets wiped away they like literally cannot act on something like this because it would threaten the crime that they're trying to do yep
0: this timeline has taken up too much time but again we're going to talk about the darvo tactics, corporate Darbo, which I'd want to see trending soon because I, I do feel we're onto something with that. Quote, March 28th, 2017, Donald Trump signed a bill that killed the fair pay and safe workplaces regulation. Signed by Barack Obama, the legislation protected workers against serious safety hazards and labor law violations in any government contract above $500,000, end quote. The reason I'm putting this in here is increasing the acceptable amount of neurotoxicants and other harmful chemicals and heavy metals is definitely a part of this mm-hmm. if you're telling people well this is fine that you have this in your system they can't get back at you say well no this is harmful to my body well they're saying this is fine
1: it's criminal it's, yeah. yeah no it's it's uh it's so alarming
0: yeah people who say well it, they're I, I'm told this is fine and they're, they're saying that there's no evidence to say this or that and and not coming from the scientific community, quote, one month before signing a bill that would allow drug companies to incentivize doctors, good old Tom Price, Health and Human Services Secretary, purchased 90,000 of pharmaceutical stocks affected by the decision, end quote. So we're up to almost $400,000. So this guy is like, let's give money to doctors for pushing pharmaceuticals. And since that's going to go up, I'm going to buy this stock before... How is that legal?
1: Because, I mean...
0: It's insider trading when you're doing it all by yourself. (laughs) Like, it's controlling the stock market. Isn't that illegal?
1: You're the best boy. You won capitalism. Uh, (sighs) The best, I think the best example of this is Nancy Pelosi. I know.
0: I know. It's not one side, It's insane.
1: It's not even like she's hiding it anymore. None of them are. Why would they? (laughs) She is the greatest stock trader and she and her husband are the greatest stock traders in the world and she is rich she came from money she has money she can't spend it
0: the fact that government officials even have this option anything that allows money to sway your decision making should not be allowed if you are making decisions for the general public period well you should have a fucking salary you should have that salary and that's mm-hmm. your salary and you do your goddamn job
1: so i i don't know if i heard this on tiktok or something so one they have to report their trades but they have to report if they don't they get but fined like they have to get fined 250 bucks or something insanely small <laughs> yeah and so you know you made eight hundred thousand dollars in stocks last year but you're fine six fines of 250 bucks yeah. but if they do report it, they have to report it, like, after 30 or 60 days. And this okay. person was just saying, why not make them report it immediately, like, in real time, so I can follow them?
0: That's insider
1: trading. But, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like. Oh, no, I know. What, what, what do they call that? It's like shadow trading or... It's all bullshit. There's a kind of trading where, like, you just do what Mark Cuban well, does. What they do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Would I you forget the term love, for that. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why not just let me follow you? Why Whatever you're trading.
0: I want all the money.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. All the money goes to me.
0: But yeah, I'm sticking to my guns of government officials
1: Mm -hmm.
0: should just have their salary. Yes. They have benefits, sure. Like any other profession should. And that's it.
1: It should be illegal for them to trade.
0: It should be illegal. Yeah. you there's no reason and lobbyists i'm sorry like all this shit is bullshit there should be no financial gain to your decision making you're supposed to be making decisions for the good of the people not for the good of your pocketbook yeah and as we're seeing all of this is obviously to line pocketbooks <sighs> and we're uh, going to get to a tiktoker i forgot to pull it up but this woman who brings up the fact that representatives and senators get forty thousand dollars a year in new furniture. A $40,000 oh. budget for new furniture, and she's a mom of four, and she doesn't even make that. That's sick. Furniture. Yeah. Every year. Every year, you need new furniture? Really? <sighs>
1: I've got Scott Pruitt. When, if, uh, whenever oh, you... please.
0: go Yes, please.
1: So, Scott Pruitt, <laughs> there's a lot I of things a... that that yeah. uh, can be said about this. The first thing is, so he's a lawyer. He, was a, uh, he went to law school, and I just don't understand this, so come at me, whatever, but... I think it's really suspect when someone from somewhere else becomes a politician in a totally different Out of nowhere. area yeah yeah, yeah. norm oh, coleman
0: God, yeah
1: yeah it's you're not from here but you came here to run on something like that's always really suspect i'm not saying you can't have this draw in a new home and you have to give back to your your adopted community. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's suspect. In his legal experience, he This is from Wikipedia. He started a solo legal practice in Tulsa. He's from Oklahoma. He's transplant. He's from Kentucky. He moved to Oklahoma. The legal practice was called Christian Legal Services. And oh, okay. They focused that's
0: it. No, I'm just things. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're good.
1: They focus on Uh, defending Christians and religious liberty cases. So this everyone's worried about Christians and they they might be martyred by tigers, I think that (laughs) they are there. I just read something where they uh, they're like being burned. I mean, this was kind of an older report, but (laughs) some authority in Rome is very angry with the Christians uh, these days. And um,
0: ironically. The Christians that they're talking about being persecuted are the ones that would have definitely stoned Jesus when he was walking with that cross.
1: True. (laughs) This is, I'll just, I'll throw this out just as the shady, shady thing. This is uh, in 2003, Wallace, as a state senator, purchased a home in Oklahoma through a shell company, which six partners held equal shares. The buyers included other lobbyists. Mm -hmm. And I think it was so that they had a residence in that area.
0: Oh for fucks yeah, obviously.
1: So yeah, God. you had six six other million dollar, millionaire roommates in this home living that on they loopholes.
0: All... <laughs> I try I'm starting a short design on that. Living off, living loopholes. off
1: loopholes.
0: Or living on or living off. That, I mean both, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> living on and off loophole. Yeah, I wanted to, too, like, you just popped in my head as far as him being a lawyer. I'm pretty sure John Oliver did this episode talking about these organizations, especially when Trump, especially with COVID, clearly before COVID, where they have these organizations of lawyers where they just know the law loopholes so well that they yeah. were able to just...
1: That is the real innovation in America, is it's not coming up with something in your garage. That's not what, how we... We've expanded this far. It's by jumping through loopholes.
0: It's completely disregarding ethics. Yes. Which was crucial, and I do believe the founding fathers even thought was crucial (laughs) to certain things, was ethics. Well, that's not illegal. It's not illegal. Yeah. (sighs) Moving on. Quote. April 4th, 2017. Using the Congressional Review Act, Donald Trump and members of the GOP rolled back an Obama-era law that required employers to keep accurate records of employee injuries. Worker advocates criticized the repeal, saying its absence would allow employers to manipulate injury numbers and conceal workplace hazards from regulators, end quote. Another reason why we talk about manipulating statistics is all this bullshit chess game with this bullshit playbook look, it says that there wasn't any injuries from this. Look, nobody's getting, it's right here.
1: <laughs> That's who wins. Like if you're really managing people and managing the project, you want to know what are the points where you're gonna lose productivity. You mm-hmm. want to. You would record that, you would record that, you do record that, but mm-hmm. they're obviously not recording that for, it's not, it has nothing to do with productivity. It has nothing to do yeah. with worker safety. It has nothing to do with like, oh, well, it's gonna cost me more to onboard someone and then paying for someone to be out for a little bit like that's not the thought clearly it's not the thought
0: quote april 5th 2017 the epa proposed budget cuts to a program that trained construction workers in removing toxic lead-based paints and educated the public on the dangers of lead exposure in 2014 the center of disease control and prevention found blood levels above the danger threshold in two hundred and forty-three thousand american children 38 million American homes contained lead-based paint in need of removal, but only 14 states had programs to pick up the slack on lead removal after the federal budget cut, end quote. So we were talking, I know, before about people flipping houses.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, and those aren't even professionals. This is professionals.
1: Because we can't have an honest conversation about lead, just like we can't have an honest conversation about race. And again, I have an honest conversation about the harm of the patriarchy, regardless yeah. of just let's look at what we actually want or how many people are being hurt by something. We can go off that. There's a, there's too many people that are being hurt by gun violence. So let's look at how should we really examine this? And we we're incapable of doing that because that means that we have to examine the whole system.
0: And also I want to pull this and look at this further when we look at home renovations and stuff, but also which 14 states that is. Mm -hmm. Because that's definitely important for us to take a look at. For 2000 years, we've known how toxic lead is. Like that one scientist said, it doesn't matter how the lead is being used, it's still as toxic as any other use. Gasoline, paint, ammunition, they're all exposing you in the same manner. We already saw it with the mercury. Deny. I just... Yeah, seeing it in the timeline just makes it a whole nother level for me. Okay, quote, April 28th, 2017, the Environmental Protection Agency removed or altered all information about climate change on the, its website. I do remember this one. The EPA claimed that this update sought to, quote, reflect the approach of new leadership, end quote. We're, we're just all about that denial.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, this next one has nothing to do with what we're discussing, but it was too good not to remind everyone. Quote, December, not December, sorry. It's just so good. Quote, April 28th, 2017. Reflecting on his first 100 days in office, Donald Trump said, quote, I thought this would be easier, end quote. (laughs) I just, it's like a child.
1: Have you ever seen (laughs) Donald Trump's reflecting on Citizen Kane?
0: Oh my God, no. (laughs) Is it real?
1: it's totally real someone got like these people to kind of talk about different movies but the there's one with donald trump talking about citizen kane and he starts off and he's just talking and then he moves into this like reflective strange space of honesty where he's i think he's really sharing what he believes yeah, And he, then he's talking about how, you know, Kane just got the bad end of the stick. And it really was that woman. Like, really got to watch out for that's, all these people funny. that are gunning for you. And it's real tough. And it's the same sort of quiet, strange slice of honesty. There's also, mm-hmm. also depositions where he actually has to tell the truth. It's the same sort of childish, like...
0: just not right? <laughs> where he actually has to tell the truth.
1: He doesn't, he he has he either has this, like, bravado thing, and then he has this other yeah. thing where it's, like, complete dismissal, and he just says words. Word salad. He, he
0: has a character.
1: He does, yeah, exactly. He doesn't actually use, like, verbs in his sentences. He just says, mm-hmm. like, nouns. And then he has this weird, like, hand-wringing, childish demeanor where I think he actually says, like. He has a tell. Uh, he does have a tell, and, and it's. Yeah. But he's still a narcissist. Like he's oh God, still, yeah. he still, can't think beyond well, think about himself. method
0: actors. Okay, so think right. about how method actors and some method actors get lost in that character. I mm-hmm. believe that that's kind of what's happened to him.
1: Sure. I know what you're saying. And I think there's uh, certainly in the mix. I, the uh, I do want to just, I want to also highlight, I think another aspect of his psyche or at least just something else that I saw. There's a really well-known bit with a painting. I think it was a Rembrandt. Okay. And uh, so I think this is what it was. Like someone came to his property and he's like, this is a Rembrandt. And the person, the interviewer's like, no, this is actually in Amsterdam. It's in this museum. It's not, I don't know. He bought a fake. He put up a fake and he's telling everyone that this is the original.
0: He knowingly put up he a
1: fake. Kn- well, so he has this fake and the guy's like, Nope, this is not real. And Donald Trump can't handle it. And then he interviewed him again and Donald Trump volunteered this information of like, you know, I had it looked into, and that is the original. He could not let Yeah, you can't this fantasy. Yeah,
0: that narcissist mentality of there's nothing that's going to change. And again, high CEOs of all of these companies and corporations that we're talking about that use all this toxic stuff Mm -hmm. there's nothing that's going to change their mind
1: yeah yeah it's just like the rembrandt if you had said to them this is going to kill people there's a there's a kind of switch there's a kind of gymnastics there's something going on that lets them say lets them just pause that that's not true portion of reality
0: yep it cuts off yeah from their brain it just nope i got a block here and It's that child mentality of when you learn right from wrong. And also too, it's kind of that dangerous, you know, like believe like if you believe it enough, it'll come true type of thing like that. Oh,
1: 100%. There's
0: there's positives and negatives to that. (laughs) Um,
1: 100%.
0: I mean, you, you just said it perfectly of like, I, this is the road I'm going down. And again, it's very effective. Quote. May 1st, 2017, the Department of Agriculture terminated Obama-era standards supporting healthy school lunches. Among initiatives eliminated were rules to lower sodium content in lunches and limit consumption of high-calorie chocolate milk. And we're bringing in the CDC here, which you were wondering about. According to the most recent CDC statistics, one in five American children are obese. Commenting on the Trump administration's changes, the Department of Agriculture's Sonny Purdue said, quote, I would not be as big as I am today without chocolate milk, unquote. Now, we brought up, you know, how when the tobacco company had the evidence that came out with saying how bad cigarettes are, when every time research shows that lead isn't good, we have this illusion that all of these things happened because they were bad. no there was years and years and years of pushback, 60 years for gasoline. I don't even know how long for lead paint. Uh They will deny, 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 deny. They don't come back from the denial. They just get caught. So here I'm pointing this out because you were wondering about the CDC. Well, the CDC here is saying this. Well, we gotta change the CDC, not, oh, the science is saying this is bad. Let's find alternatives like Obama's administration did. No. We have to find somebody who's not gonna say this. That's what they do. Because like you said, they can't switch gears. And that's and effective
1: that's an effective way to bring about change. If you don't win the Super Bowl because you're the best team, you literally yeah. win the Super Bowl because the refs umpires, the
0: I think it's refs. Refs. <laughs> really? The, ref, here.
1: the refs say that you won. You don't need the best team. You need the. You technically well, just need the best refs.
0: You need the best refs, but you also have the money to buy the players who you can stack too.
1: What I'm saying is this: the like on at paper, the end of the day, at, yeah. on paper, that's what you need. Yeah. And I think what we see here is we're seeing a team that just stacked the field with their friends and family to grift. Take this analogy to it's, to its extreme. They just paid yeah. off the refs to, yeah, to let them win the game. Man.
0: Snake oil salesmen, grifters, they just like, well,
1: talk to the ref about it. I didn't do it. <laughs> what, am, what am I supposed to do?
0: <laughs> it's just what they do. Well, May 2nd, 2017, Donald Trump appointed Teresa Manning, a former anti-abortion activist to lead Title X for the Department of Human and Health Services. A program that allocates funding for family planning in America's low-income citizens. Teresa Manning was a lobbyist for the National Right to Life Committee, the nation's oldest and largest pro-life organization, end quote. And I'm including this because we have briefly touched on the higher levels in low-income houses, and more specifically to Black and Hispanic Americans. And this is something that we are going to touch on more. There's so many layers of this onion, and we... have to dedicate a lot of time to that. And I kind of want that dedication to have, for me, I want more time to research that and really be thoughtful and careful with how I do it, where a lot of the research I'm doing now is, you know, quick, brief, like, let's get to it. Something tells me that there might be some misleading information in this Title X program relating to lead exposure and lead poisoning. Because like we had already established in that timeline how they want to wanted to cut funding for construction workers to have knowledge on lead exposure and lead poisoning. Yeah, something tells me that there were some cuts to that in there. And when I have time, I want to read what that Title X program was, because that's the only way we're going to find out.
1: That's super interesting, because by removing that education for workers, what you're doing is you're keeping them from reporting. There's a number of costly, like uh, uh, big red buttons that you can press and that Mm -hmm. stop. That's going to halt the work, or at least it's Mm -hmm. going to like... You're gonna have to start paying for different materials, different safety materials, mm-hmm. and then there's surveys, and you have to check people's blood. And, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, I'm sorry.
0: And again, like I said, if there was time, like as far as like that red string theory, this stuff, like you said, there's years and time that this takes. I guarantee you, this stuff has been in place since lead like, paint was banned. At least, like having the like, okay, like it's toxic. We know this, mm-hmm. and that just the ban that that illusion that that meant that it was gone. I think a lot of people did believe, well, lead paint was banned. We don't have to worry about it
1: anymore. We keep coming back to this. Lead paint is lead poisoning. Yeah. Culturally speaking, like, it's like, oh, we don't have bad lead paint around us or it's, re- it's regulated. Or lead or gas. Yeah. It's, yep. it's uh, lead gas is, uh, is, is not as ubiquitous. At. Yeah. I think, I Move think on. solved it, right?
0: We solved it guys. Move on. You don't have to pay attention to that anymore. We got it. When in fact it's everywhere still. And again, that there were only 14 states that still implemented any regulations to the removal of it. So it just shows just how much it's still
1: yeah. a thing. Yeah.
0: Quote, May 8th, 2017, the EPA announced it would not renew terms of employment for half of the scientists on its advisory board. These academics consulted the federal government on the scientific foundations and implications of new legislation. Among the committees affected would be the Board of Scientific Counselors, which evaluated whether scientific studies conducted by the federal government have met a sufficient standard of rigor, end quote. Staffing the deck, how can we say that there's no scientific research? We've talked about this, how they want to manipulate the data and misinform Mm -hmm. the public. Gasoline industries did it with their studies. Quote, May 24th, 2017, Department of Housing and Urban Development Secretary, Ben Carson, who I kind of actually forgot about.
1: <laughs> That's not a bad thing. <laughs> I can't stand that. Like but... I
0: said, though, like how much of this stuff we erased from our minds because it just took up too much space. Ben Carson said, quote, that poverty was a, quote, state of mind. The former neurosurgeon now in charge of programs responsible for low-income housing had previously said... That would make somebody want to say, quote, I'll just stay here, end quote.
1: Who, what do they think these people are going to move to? <laughs> also I mean, like, how is it that we we're all going to gonna make, be seen? Yeah, go for it.
0: We have to make affordable housing bad.
1: Yeah, so that we all move into mansions?
0: We need to make it toxic. I said this already, but that TikTok with the mother of four, I have to find it. I know I downloaded it, where she explains how families get stuck in The cycle, because I know this from experience, the cap for you to qualify for benefits is low, but going just over that and not qualifying for benefits doesn't pay enough for you to afford benefits. Yes. So for a family of three, the average amount of health insurance a month is 1400. You go over, so let's say the cap is 28,000 to qualify for insurance. And then you make Mm
1: 29,000.
0: That extra does not cover $1,400 a month. And so this, this concept that it's people who are just comfortable. No, you trapped them.
1: Yeah. Well, there's just a a whole section of our culture of the people in America who do not think we all should make it like, that's just the reality. This sort of thinking is it's predicated on the (laughs) notion that some people got to get ground up in order for us to uh, to get built up.
0: It is what it is, mentality.
1: Where are these people gonna go? Where would they go if not, I'm not even talking about deserves, I'm just talking about the, music, the game of musical chairs. Yeah. Where do they go? Mm-hmm. And the answer is they don't. It's so gross. There's just, there is an ideology that a whole bunch of people are really okay with a whole bunch of people not making it.
0: And this is a great example to bring up Darbo, deny. You deny that this is a problem that the government needs to fix, attack. You attack the poor people Mm -hmm. and say that they're just getting too comfortable and they're lazy and they they don't want to work harder. And then you reverse who's the victim and who's the offender. Somehow now the people who are stuck because they have no other choice are the offender. And the victim now has become the people who are hoarding the money
1: why are you beating me up i break i pulled myself up from my bootstraps i was stabbed by someone in a project and then it turned out that ben carson was never attacked like that um oh my yeah. God,
0: I for, dude I've, there's he's, so much stuff that you just forget about. Oh,
1: yeah he's oh, got a space my. in nimac and the uh, uh the national museum of uh african-american history and culture it's just gross I'm so embarrassed that he's there. And yeah, uh,
0: well, fuck that guy. Quote
1: that
0: guy. May 29th, 2017, CIA Director Mike Pompeo, some of these I can't get through, said top secret daily briefings must be short and filled with, quote, killer graphics to yeah. hold the attention of the <laughs> of President Trump, end quote. And my note here is honestly, legitimate question. Do we know what Trump's lead level is?
1: He, that's this is it. This is, there's so many people like Trump. I know that's I, a crazy I, thing I, to say, but where they can't see beyond their own the tip of their own nose, their own self interest.
0: His developmental yeah. state. Yeah, is still and again, I'm sure there's some trauma from his upbringing that he. Oh, that's what happens when
1: you're <laughs> raised in an unloving home with a Nazi in no,
0: a. I'm just hypothetically, theorizing here, but what popped in my head when I was writing this is I had this flash of Trump's hotel that he lives in, okay. where, you know, everything's gold. Mm-hmm. And we clearly know that not everything is actual gold,
1: right? right.
0: Like everything that you, you brought up the painting, and how mm-hmm. it was a fake painting and how he said, well, this is all gold. What is that shit made out of?
1: <laughs> That's really brilliant. That's really a great question. Is it the most expensive material? Is it? Is it the finest material? Of
0: neurotoxicants? This is a legitimate that's question.
1: A, that's a really great legitimate question.
0: <laughs> Just going to throw that out there and hopefully we can come back to it at some point. Or if right.
1: anybody,
0: I mean, come on. You set the stage for that. I feel like that's some divine intervention they're saying. Follow the Rembrandt. Wow. Anyways, quote, June 1st, 2017, Donald Trump withdrew the United States from the Paris Agreement, saying that global climate accord would, quote, undermine our economy, end quote. Profits over people? Could there literally be any more blunt red flag of profits over people than that right there? I don't even know if I need to read the rest of it. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to, though. Signatories of the Global Pact promised to lower greenhouse gas emissions in an international effort to keep global temperatures below two degrees Celsius over the planet's pre-industrial levels. Besides Nicaragua, which eventually did sign, the United oh States and God. Syria were the only countries to reject the agreement, quote. <clears throat> and spoiler alert, Syria also did end up signing, and we were literally the only country. <laughs> the reason I'm including this is because as we briefly touched on, that American- cowboy persona, the lone man, who unfortunately, if you look at these shootings, the lone wolf mentality, that has been spun to be a lone wolf. They're the cowboy. They, in their minds, believe they're the cowboy in a sense. I don't think that we really talk about that much. And that's not something for us to like get super into right now, but I'm just throwing it out there. But we always have this idea that somehow, and we t- already talked about this within the night and the corporation top people who will just deny Trump, who will just deny, no, this is, this is where I'm going. And it's signifying that standing against everyone else, even though they don't agree with you. And even though there's things right in front of you that say that it's wrong and insisting that you're right, this is how they've looped that sector of society in and at the core of manifest destiny is that cowboy mentality. It's, you know, white savior complex is the cowboy specifically Americanized colonizers, are masked as the hero. A lot of these people in their mind, they see themselves as the hero. A lot of these people have manifestos. like It's that mentality of this illusion that standing against the odds, but Darvo, they've spun it to where the actual offender is the victim who becomes the hero.
1: That's what a cowboy is. Yeah. First of all, a cowboy isn't really a cowboy. I mean, I don't know enough about this just in my brain, but the whole cowboy thing was not like an era really it's like 14 years or something when the like cowboys were really cowboys and also I'm pretty positive most of them were people of color like there was a lot of black cowboys there's a lot of not white cowboys doing the work and the idea that you would not be like working with the people that you were around like that's that's not really it was a hard life it was not it's, it's not a glamorous life with sunsets and shined up six shooters and there's a lot of work
0: and another synchronicity that happened well right before we started recording was this quote from sitting bowl popped up and it was quote the love of possessions is a disease with them meaning the americans Mm -hmm. they take from the poor and weak to support the rich who rule they claim this mother of ours the earth for their own and fence the neighbors away if america had been twice the size it is there still would not be enough Yes. It's the spinning. It's the PR. (laughs) Cowboy PR.
1: Yes. Yeah, I think there's a definite connection with dominionism and manifest destiny. And not everyone gets through the the gates of heaven. Not everyone's going to do it. Some people, they're just not going to make it. And I'm totally okay with that. In fact, I'm okay with profiting off it. It's so gross.
0: Yeah, it's disgusting. Quote, June 6th, 2017, EPA administers... Scott Pruitt claimed 50,000 jobs had been added to the coal mining industry. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported, though, that that number was closer to 1,400, end quote. <laughs> All I had was just, just fuck this guy.
1: <laughs> how how did you have a job after that? It's, and the answer, is, the answer is because he was doing his job. You know, that was his job. That
0: was his actual job.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> quote, June 19, 2017, Department of Energy Secretary Rick Perry announced he did not believe carbon dioxide causes climate change. This view contradicts numerous studies conducted by agencies like NASA, the EPA, and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, end quote. Hashtag leaded gas, and we already talked about the other denier. Climate change deniers, COVID deniers, lead deniers. (laughs) I'm highlighting this because We're bringing up how agencies like NASA and the EPA, did you notice how the EPA had a new person in charge? And guess what? NASA's going to have a new person in charge too soon. What? You're saying this is real? Well, instead of, oh my God, we have to do something about this. Well, no, but that would take away from my money to fix it. So we'll just find somebody who we can say who will tell us what we want. Like they did with leaded gas and their scientific researcher who would just tell them what they wanted, not tell them the truth.
1: So before someone comes at us about this, they did the same thing with the IRS. I mean, the part of the narrative might be how would they uh, attack this organization that's going to make them more money? And it's because it's not the right people's money that they're. Yes. If, if they actually had a staff to examine and audit the one percent, the the one the point zero one percent and richer, because they don't have a staff like that, they actually can't fo- follow through and comb through the complicated tax returns of of the uber wealthy. So who mm-hmm. gets screwed? It's the people trying to pull themselves up by their bootstrap and the people that are trying to just get by. But if mm-hmm. you've if you've started investing and you made a couple trades and you put a 3 instead of a 9 and I don't know, you made a mistake that's going to be really costly, but that's an easy thing for these overworked agents to crack down on.
0: Mm-hmm. Quote, June 20th, 2017, the Trump administration planned to cut more than 1,200 jobs from the EPA, shrinking the workforce by 15% while slashing the EPA's budget by 31%. Yeah,
1: they can't really do their job.
0: June 26, 2017, Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke, and here's the guy you were thinking of, flew on a charter plane from Las Vegas to his hometown in Montana, which cost taxpayers $12,375. He and his staff used private and military aircraft multiple times, end quote. Actually, like I said, though, too, they all did this. So it's not just this one guy. But the reason I'm putting this in here, we had mentioned when leaded gas was banned, that's only for commercial use. Leaded gas is still used in private aircrafts and certain military aircrafts. So that's why I added this little gem in here. Quote, June 27th, 2017, Scott Pruitt and the EPA rolled back Obama-era protections that ensured drinking water was clean and safe for consumption, end quote. That's
1: Speaking, just so, like, audacious. It's like, it's so... It's blatantly
0: how, uh... poisoning people. that's <sighs> <Well, laughs> like, there's something...
1: <laughs> well, we're just not ensuring that it's not not poison, like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It it's not, not poison.
1: I mean, I'm not poisoning you. I'm just not not poisoning you. It's this is straight like Airbud rules. There's nothing in the rule books that say I can't not not poison you.
0: Airbud like the the talking dogs
1: movie. The logic where it's like, well, there's nothing in the rule books that says that a, a,
0: Is that
1: in a movie, the movie Airbud though? Yeah, I think. Okay. Or, yeah, there's nothing in the rule I, books that says a dog can't be on the team. There's nothing in the rule books that says uh, a donkey can't be the kicker for a football team. Ruby (laughs)
0: has yet to discover that movie, and I pray to God I don't. She's seen, like, I can't believe also, side note, that franchise, out of control. Talk about something that needs to reel it in. There are (laughs) so many. There's, like, spooky buds, and she tried having me watch it, and I was like, I tried so hard, and it's so bad. I mean, they really.
1: I've actually never seen it. I've just well, heard we people. Have to watch it. I've just heard people make that rhetorical argument. It's this like cinematic argument where someone just says that. It's like that's the premise of the movie is. We well, there's nothing having, in the rule. What's that? Patriot
0: We will be okay. having a Patreon exclusive <laughs> viewing of Airbud. <laughs> of Airbud. Not only that, yeah. where
1: we critique it. Yeah. Awesome. As
0: that coach clearly being a corporation. Using Darvo tactics.
1: We'll have to watch it. I guarantee,
0: you we can, I guarantee you we can do that. We can link it for sure. But also, dear God, pray to God that she does not get into that series because there are way too many movies. Quote, August 14th, 2017, the Trump administration began rolling back emission standards for America's cars and light trucks. Quote, we are moving forward with an open and robust review of emission standards consistent with the time frame provided by our regulations said EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt. In 2012, Obama drafted a plan to raise fuel efficiency standards to 54.5 miles per gallon by 2025. The newly announced review was the first step to repealing these standards and reopened, quote, Questions That have already been asked and answered end quote, according to the policy arm of the consumer reports, the sleight of hand of people just keep saying inflation and how it's greed, we don't have to have maybe higher prices. Yes, but not to this extent. It's just people who refuse to not line their pockets to the trajectory that they're on to continue to line their pockets.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And, you know, the whole, (laughs) thanks, Obama. 54.5 miles per gallon. Uh, Yes, please. I think mine gets 24 to have that standard be 54.5 miles per gallon by 2025. And it just, nope, we can't have more efficient cars. I'm not making as much money off of selling gas. Yeah. If you're not seeing how this is profits over people yet. It's all it
1: is. But this that would be real innovation. That's real scientific and technical and cultural innovation. If they allowed this to happen, they're opening the door to any number of actual innovations, the real innovation, the real profit generating Mechanism is not someone's production intelligence or, or manufacturing genius. It's these loopholes. It's these legal loopholes and domination. Mm-hmm. I just gonna keep things the way they Living are.
0: Living through keep... loopholes. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a kids Bop original.
1: Kids Bob.
0: Oh, okay. We we we're gonna get to it, but I'm I'm making a lead-blooded uh song
1: I, to yeah. Foreigner,
0: which the irony
1: what no. song?
0: Lead blooded. Check it and see. I got a BLL of 33.3. That's all I got right now, but there's going to be more.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's so much more, I'm sure.
0: Let blood in, let blood in. All right. August 15th, 2017, after more CEOs resigned from his American Manufacturing Council, Trump claimed he had a line of executives waiting to join in their place. He tweeted, quote, for every CEO that drops out of the Manufacturing Council, I have many to take their place. Grandstanders should not have gone. In all caps, jobs, end quote. <laughs> Just love that. I kind of forgot about the random ex exclamations of like capitalized words that he would use I had as my note you know what's bad if these mofos are residing yeah. as like the manufacturing council then that's some shady stuff going on
1: you know what's bad when top law firms big names are not lining up to defend the president of the United States yeah <laughs> you know what's bad when like the nation's leaders the people who have to actually get things done for a living even though like they're still like living in those loopholes, but they're yeah. they need to move product. There's either
0: yeah. the warehouse
1: is full or it's not, and yeah. uh, they can't just fudge that. and yeah. they're like, mm, I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta distance myself from this this loser.
0: So again, that was August fifteenth, <laughs> August sixteenth, twenty seventeen. Quote: Donald Trump abruptly dissolved the American oh. Manufacturing Council. It's really
1: strategy. A... Go ahead. What were you no, say? Well, it's just a shame because there were so many people who they wanted were just in. Up. They were lining up.
0: So he dissolved the American Manufacturing Council and Strategy and Policy Forum, tweeting, "Quote: Thank you all. Without any further explanation, That's it, folks. Nothing to see here." Yeah. Quote: September twenty first, twenty seventeen. Twenty two of Trump's appointees to the Department of Agriculture had no prior experience with agriculture. Some even lacked a college degree. However, all 22 did work on the Trump campaign in 2016, end quote. How are we supposed to trust those advising when they have no expertise? We're not that old, but like, remember when you needed like a college degree for the job? Like if if you're gonna be an accountant, you need to have an accounting degree. I don't know, like go to school to learn what you're supposed to be
1: doing. I I mean, in theory, I'm a fan of of this sort of hiring like you should have a diversity in in your workforce, even with with the the job of advising. Like, I would love to see more more non-traditional.
0: I'd love to see more of the paid to learn your craft, but still have some, to learn your craft.
1: Well, absolutely. So if someone had an expertise. So, this is a totally academic conversation. What yeah. we're discussing is fucking lunacy. It's fucking insane. Um, <laughs> yeah. Everyone should I'm have been fired. The same there. What I'm saying is just in like so. This is totally academic. Yeah. I'm so I would love to see someone who, uh, in an urban environment, is growing food for their family or for yeah. their community and they have no college degree but they have a community organizing background they have a, a hydropon they have a, a a learned awareness and exposed passion for hydroponics or aquaponics or something like that and uh um, they took yeah. the courses
0: that are paid for by the government to learn about the dangers of lead and soil
1: or not they just watched a bunch of youtube videos like i actually would say you don't need a college degree to know
0: I'm not Let's, saying college degree. I'm yeah. still saying there should be regulations though. You, Cause again, what we're learning is there's too much misinformation out there. They're going to find a video that says there's no problem with lead in soil. You would
1: hire someone with a, who has something to contribute. And what these folks are contributing is, is but literally no
0: regulation.
1: It's literally so there's, nothing. There's a, the, yeah. the, the, their contribution is that they cannot do the job. Yeah. That is their contribution to the job.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're on the same page with that. I'm just saying, I (laughs) believe that if there's no regulations and there's no protocol coming from scientific research, then we're not making any progress. And that's part of their agenda is to deceive people to thinking there's no big deal. And then you're growing your garden in this near this dilapidated house that has lead paint all over it. You're just getting lead poisoned. That's that narrative of taking the funding away from people, knowing that from the construction workers, from the people who literally live in these buildings. That's mm-hmm. not bad. Look at that John Oliver expose. Just don't play. You just you kids can't play on the on the ground.
1: Just don't play. Kids don't play. Just,
0: just don't let them be barefoot. Yeah. Just don't let them breathe air. Mm-hmm. Always on the consumer. And not the people who are actually, spoiler alert, responsible, quote. October 4th, 2017, EPA Director Scott Pruitt's schedule showed he held nearly, near daily meetings with oil lobbyists, automobile company executives, and other industry leaders while making almost no time for environmental advocates. The New York Times reported that in the first half of May, Mr. Pruitt met with chief executive of the Shmore Company, a leading chemical maker, as well as three chemical lobbying groups. The egg Producers Lobby, the President of Shell Oil Company and the Executive of a Southern Company. Lobbyists for the Farm Bureau, the Toy Association, which just going to take a shot in the dark, but that has to do with lead paint and Cement Association, the President of Truck Equipment Manufacturers Seeking to Roll Back Emission Regulations for Trucks, and the President of the Independent Petroleum Association of America, end quote. I want to bring up to this toxicity of lobbyists. And that if I give you enough money, you're going to make this decision. Take the money out of it, people. You get $150,000 to be the, the head of the EPA. You get benefits. That's your job. Do it. I feel guarantee like, you none of these people would be doing this.
1: Yeah. I feel like there's a part of our audience might might have a, the opinion of, but there are some good lobbyists. And no I met, <laughs> I, I've met good hearted lobbyists, lobbyists who are fighting for really important causes. Absolutely. But the very fact that that is the mechanism for change, that 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 is how it's not people voting. It's not, it's it's not representatives who are like embedded in their community to the point where they have, they personally have a deep understanding and their staff has a deep understanding. They're rich and they
0: can buy a property in wherever you said and say that they're from there.
1: They're, 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 uh, They're six buddies, can create yes, a shell company. <laughs> oh my
0: god. They probably Airbnb it on too. Of course. <laughs> they probably they pro- I'm not kidding. They probably Why would you do. let an
1: asset like that just sit? Yeah.
0: Just sit there?
1: Yeah.
0: You're right. There are lobbyists who are doing the good, but as I brought up with lead, there's pros and cons to using lead. The pro being that it's cheap and durable and malleable, but the cons outweigh the pros and I feel that with lobbyists that the cons outweigh the
1: problem. absolutely like why you know is I mean? there a, yes there should not be a mechanism that encourages lobbies lobbyists yeah and yeah. and there clearly is enough there's at least enough evidence to deeply question and exam like really quest examine that maybe this is not good yeah. you know like, <laughs> We've been lobbying for a while now. It has not made this world that we're all comfortable in, so.
0: Yeah. Quote, October 5th, 2017, for the second most powerful position at the EPA, Donald Trump nominated Andrew Wheeler, a longtime coal lobbyist who had served as legal counsel for some of the largest coal mining companies in America, end quote. And my note here is, no hidden agendas there, LOL.
1: Yeah, we're in the bad place. Like we
0: literally just talked about. Mm Mm-hmm. Quote, October 9th, 2017, Donald Trump and EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt moved to repeal the Clean Power Act introduced by Obama to lower carbon monoxide emissions 32% by 2030. Trump and Pruitt had long seen the act as an attack on coal mining jobs and reversed the environmental regulations as a gesture to the coal industry. In spite of the many well-publicized pieces of legislation, Trump has influenced in order to create more jobs for coal miners. Employment in the industry has grown just 4% since he was inaugurated. (laughs) To put the size of the coal mining industry in perspective, the industry as a whole employs about 65,000 people nationally. That's about one-fifth of the number of Americans employed in solar energy alone, end quote. And we've been seeing those attacks on those jobs too. And again, it's Yeah. You deny that there's any problem here. You attack the other side, they're always attacking renewable energy. You reverse who's the victim, even though the coal mining workers are the victims because of all the stuff that they're exposed to day in and day out, when they could have a job, now granted, they'd have to learn something new and we know how only 20% of the public is adapted for change, but you'd have a job that you'd have better health, better pay, better benefits, for you and your family and not expose your family to this harmful stuff too and somehow reverse who is the offender and the victim here. The coal mining execs are saying no you're the victim they're taking away your jobs, but leaving out the fact that you have more jobs with renewable energy.
1: Right like are you trying to say that I'm not a hard worker, why are you trying (laughs) to take away the bread from my family. But it's part of that is because we're so, like, it's so gross that our jobs are who we are. We really Mm -hmm. have no concept of, something I just, will. I will die on this. We we have no concept of personal value. We do not understand. We don't have a common equation for it. And we lack, we generally lack the ability to define our personal value. When would I have learned that?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And another reason I'm highlighting this one is because we mentioned before, as one expert in Lynn Peoples' article said, there's always alternatives. So why aren't we using them? Yeah. It shows that there's more jobs with renewable energy and they've somehow misinformed people and manipulated people into believing that it's better for them to continue to expose themselves to that stuff. It's a public health benefit and environmental benefit that actually benefits the people it just doesn't benefit these coal industry quote october 9th 2017 epa administrator scott pruitt told a crowd at the kentucky farm bureau that he would like to remove all tax credits given to wind and solar energy quote i'd let them stand on their own and pull themselves up by their bootstraps he didn't say that but and compete against coal and natural gas and other resources end quote The subsidies for renewable energy were meant to stimulate development and use of new energy technologies. Thus far, the subsidies have already had measurable impact. Berkeley National Laboratory found that oil and coal that we avoided burning from 2007 to 2015 equated to saving between 3,000 to 12,500 premature deaths in eight years. Pruitt also ignored the question of whether the coal and oil industries could, quote, stand on their own without federal support. The fossil fuel industries have received about $20 billion annually and federal tax subsidies, end quote. Darvo tactics here. Let them stand on their own, but you're implying that the other industries are standing on their own and they're not when they're getting $20 billion annually.
1: It's all tied to identity. This narrative is the welfare state. Mm -hmm. So...
0: We've said this, everything that they're always saying,
1: mm-hmm, everything mm-hmm.
0: that they're projecting to victimize themselves is what they're doing.
1: Renewable they're the and, ones yeah.
0: living off. Yeah, they're, they're the people too comfortable, like Ben Carson said, they're the people too comfortable with yeah. their their place in getting government handouts. Quote, <sighs> oh, October 13th, 2017, Donald Trump nominated a climate change skeptic to the chair of the Council of Environmental Quality which advises the White House on environmental policy. Before her position on the council, Kathleen Hartnett White worked on the Texas Public Policy Foundation, where she authored a paper that included the sentence quote, whether emitted from the human use of fossil fuels or as a natural and necessary gas in the atmosphere surrounding the earth, carbon dioxide has none of the attributes of a pollutant, end quote. She also wrote a 2014 paper that argued global Warming alarmists are misleading the public about carbon dioxide emissions. End quote. Carbon dioxide deniers. Quote October 22nd, 2017, the EPA canceled speaking engagements for three agency scientists who had been scheduled to present findings on the effects of climate change. An agency spokesperson offered no explanation for the abrupt cancellation. End quote. I don't even need to explain this. Nope, just uh, they like they've gotten so comfortable with knowing that they're getting away with it. They're like, I'm not gonna explain myself. Yep. There's no accountability. They, they're fully aware that there's no accountability for them and they're thriving. And I said, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say that the three agency scientists had findings that didn't match with uh, their misinformation campaign. Just throwing that out there. Quote, October 26, 2017, after Donald Trump gave the go-ahead for the Keystone XL pipeline, He pledged that he would require the pipeline to be made of American steel. He backtracked on that promise, allowing foreign steel as the primary material for the pipeline. The steel industry has suffered under Trump's leadership and total imports of foreign steel rose 24% in his first year as president, end quote. Also like to know how much lead is in this foreign steel.
1: There is a power that is like, woven into the fabric of our society and that is the power of magic we really believe in magicians yeah fantasy magic Uh, narcissists are magicians they are magicians they are magicians
0: gaslighting is magic
1: (laughs) just look here look here look here how did that happen i alone can help can fix this wow he alone can oh i'm so
0: and again, I brought up that because I read a lot of stainless steel isn't actually like especially imported isn't stainless steel. It's coated with lead. It's like aluminum and lead. What? Which we'll get to, but even like, you know, with tin cans and like how there's lead in the, like there's I guarantee you there's all there's lead in this imported steel. <laughs>
1: certainly that. Uh, we should be questioning it.
0: And so he, th- he promised that. And then somebody said, well, this American steel, we actually have these, these regulations that it has to be steel and it has to be, you know, there has to be a certain quality to it. Right. <sighs> Quote, October 29, 2017, according to analysis by the Daily Beast, 50% of Donald Trump's nominees for Senate confirmed positions held significant conflicts of interest. The review of Trump's 341 nominations also found 63 had, surprisingly, lobbied actively in the industries they were to oversee. And 11 received direct payments from companies in the industries they were nominated to regulate, end quote. You don't see any conflict
1: of interest with that. A compliment that I've received on a couple of occasions in my life is very, very kind. As people have said... Paul, well, you should run for office. It's like very kind. Yeah. It's very, yeah. it's very, whenever anyone says that to someone, it's a nice thing to say. For but you, it's actually an integrity thing. I'm just not the guy. Like I'm not, I'm. I am not i am i say though, but the reason
0: they're saying it is because you have integrity.
1: That's kind of, yeah. It, that,
0: like it's not because you can make more money for your family's business. You should run for office.
1: I, I would think so. Uh, <laughs> I hope so. But I think like running for office or like, I would not go get through the scrutiny of that process as easily as someone else. Maybe I'm just not that guy. And let's yeah. have this other person run or this other person be nominated. Mm-hmm. I could work for them, but I'm not the guy. He had an entire administration of not those people. And it was totally okay. Like these are just, you're telling me you could not find a, <laughs> another person there's just He's no one else for this in job. In the industry. Yeah. yeah. Nobody else for this job.
0: Who again has incentives to make the decisions against the good of the people.
1: It's the Brett Kavanaugh effect. It's like you you're telling me like this is the guy that you need in this position.
0: Yeah. Also, there's this great meme going, or not meme, but tweet going around the Texas shootings weren't enough for some legislation, but McConnell now bullying and pressuring that there needs to be something for Supreme Court justices when he was not even in harm's way. Yeah. The guy was found, but there was no actual threat to him. And like people brought up, where was this legislation when Governor Whitmer in Michigan had the actual kidnapping stuff going out? What? It's just the blatant. And why? Because they feel threatened that they might have their power taken away again. Yeah. Nothing to do with what's the best for the people. All about profits over people. Oh, and something I didn't mention in this timeline that, again, is insanely long and could have its own podcast dedicated to just reading through every single one of these. There are links embedded within each timeline to reference where this information
1: comes from. That's a good point. Thanks.
0: Yeah, it's very important. Quote. December 14th, 2017, for all official documents, staff at the Center for Disease Control and Prevention were instructed to not use the terms transgender, vulnerable, entitlement, diversity, fetus, evidence-based, or science-based, end quote. You can't use evidence-based or science-based.
1: What? (laughs) Yeah. The
0: basis of control over and prevention of Disease.
1: Yeah. Can you provide me a rationale for the removal of these? What's that? Yeah. Yeah, for like, doing oh, it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Just let me know the rationale behind that. It'd be great. I don't so have I can... to. Oh no, it's just so I can inform my team. So yeah, I, can I don't let have my to team... do that
0: though. So I'm not gonna do it.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh that's that's uh and that's
0: also really your fired.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> 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 and also here's your pink your pink slip. Anybody else want to talk?
1: <laughs> Anyone no? else feeling vulnerable and to talk? <laughs> quote, December 28th,
0: 2017. Oh, yeah. Trump rolled back offshore drilling regulations put in place after the BP Deepwater Horizon oil spill, which in 2010 had killed 11 people and released millions of barrels of oil into the ocean. It's estimated Trump's decision to eliminate the regulations to save drilling companies 288 million over the next decade, end quote. Uh, Hashtag prophets over people. Why else? There's literally no other reason. So, we will discuss more of these highlights from 2017 in an extended version of the episode, which will be available on Patreon because there's just too much to discuss. And I might actually dedicate some time to reading some of these off on TikTok because, you know, especially the snippets about construction workers and there's just so much that's key quotes that I feel like we should pick and choose. So, now why did we just go through all of this? Well, as we discussed in an earlier episode, corporations that want to put profits over public health concerns like to rely on misinformation. And we introduced the theory of corporations using DARVO tactics to avoid accountability. So we thought we just wanted to spend a little time here discussing that. And we've already discussed what DARVO is and how corporations use it. This will be a good way for subsequent episodes where we dive further into that because this is their playbook. They use an abuser's playbook for deflecting accountability. You deny, you attack the other side, you reverse who's the victim and who's the offender.
1: I think we can really own this. I have been hesitant to adopt this this perspective, and it's because there's such a one-to-one, like nothing is this perfect. So it's like, okay, this is a little too- too On the nose. It's a little too on the nose. It yeah. can't be this simple. No, yeah. I, I, I just can't see how it's anything other than the same logic as serial abusers.
0: I see that this going to take some time to snowball. It may or it may not, but because there is that hesitancy. Like you said, it's just too easy of a yeah conclusion. But everything we just showed is the DARFO tactic, denying, attacking the other side, reversing victim and offender. It's the cowboy mentality. Who's the victim and who's the offender in those movies? Yeah. So I have to believe that it's Divine Timing 2 that resulted in Ruby's new obsession with Dr. Seuss's The Lorax. It's been her book of choice every night for the past two weeks out of nowhere. So I thought it would be fun to watch the movie version. And in this version, which please everybody go watch it, the story of the book is in the far past and there's nothing left of nature and Meadville exists in this artificial bubble with artificial trees and everyone's buying artificial ways of staying healthy. Now there's a corporate meeting too in the beginning regarding this new product of bottled fresh air in plastic bottles. And the two pitching the idea to this corporate exec explain how the factory they build to make more plastic bottles will result in more smog, which will increase people's need for the fresh air that they bottle. The marketing by the corporate exec character in Sneedville says at one point, quote, the more smog in the sky, the more people will buy. And that's really all you need to know about corporations putting profits over people and how easily we fall into these traps and continue to purchase air purifiers, water filters, and the level different levels of water filters like that TikTok you shared with me. We are in this trap and they know it.
1: That's the innovation. This is the, that's the innovation.
0: And spoiler alert, at the end of the movie, the corporate exec uses Darbo tactics to try and convince the citizens of Needville not to allow trees to be planted so they can get free fresh air from the trees. And, I mean, it's honestly, please. Go watch this movie. They have convinced a lot of people to believe it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. When in fact right. there is, and instead you have people like me. what the air isn't pure, so now I have to buy these air purifiers, and I have to spend twenty five dollars. I'm sorry, not twenty five, because I have three of them. Seventy five to a hundred dollars every three months just to have clean air instead of accountability to the people who are causing the air to be this way who are causing the water to be this way, who are causing the houses we live in to be this way, to causing the plants that we eat to be this way. And so dear listeners, I will leave you all with this quote from the Lorax and I will try not to get emotional as I read it, but spoiler alert, I'm probably going to. (laughs) Quote, unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, it's not going to get better. It's not, end quote. And on the other side, we talk about the developmental stage of childhood development that they're in and the no, 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 deny, deny, deny. Well, there's another side to that childhood development. And it's the hopeful, optimistic part that I hope that we can all get to and band together and shift the narrative. So yeah, it doesn't well, have, these, to like it does not have to be like
1: this. does not have to be like this.
0: It does not have to be like this. And like that scientist said, there are alternatives to yeah. all of this. Why are we not using them? And the tiny amount of people who are choosing to use them versus the 98% who are actually affected by these decisions. And as we saw the scientific research of showing how many people are dying from it. And even in India, it was reported last year, there were 2.8 million deaths specifically just from air pollution, just air pollution. So thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of United States of Lead. And we hope that you will tune in next week. Thanks everybody. Thank you for tuning in to United States of Lead, hosted by Andrea Elizabeth and Paul Kramer. Want to know more about this subject? Consider making a donation on Patreon where you can unlock extended video episodes and bonus content like deep dives and exclusive interviews. Just a quick disclaimer, Andrea and Paul are not experts in lead poisoning We do ask that you check our sources and read up a little bit more on your own. Thanks again for listening.